And we are back, baby. Let's fucking go. Definitely got red there. Episode total, 25. A little bit of a hiatus here. Hey, man. New year, new me, baby. New Let's year. Go. Um, We've missed y'all, but we're back uh, for good now. Hopefully. No. Um, for good, bro. For good, bro. For good, bro. Um, COVID and everything. And tell your mama. Tell your daddy. Tell your neighbor. Tell their wife. Tell their husband. Tell your niece. Tell your nephew. Tell your grandbabies. We back. We back, baby. Uh, life happens sometimes. Life kicks us in the fucking dick. But we're back. Uh, how you been, Shawnee? Dude, the I, jab fucking podcast, been, bro. I haven't been this good in a while. In a while, bro. Um, and I'm man, fucking pumped for Saturday, dude. What a end of 2021, though. Like that's what that's what we're gonna start this off with because it's been a while since we've talked to you guys. So who's the first fighter we're talking about for 2022? For 2022, what do you mean? I mean, you said what's no, the I'm first saying, fighter name we're gonna bring up on the podcast in 2022? Okay, here we go. We're, we're ending. Are we talking about the end of 2021? Because then it would yeah. be. What do you mean? The end of 2021. If we're talking about it, it's gonna be Derek Lewis. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like. Yeah, he was the last main event of 2021. Yeah, of course, but I want to I want to revisit some 2021 shout-outs here. Okay. Um we're, and we're not giving away awards or anything like that. I mean, we're in no position to to do that. Uh, um, I beg to differ. I'll give, I'll give out the <laughs> fucking award if I want to. But I do want to I do want to talk we're going to go through some categories here and talk about, you know, uh, you know, best knockout of 2021 as we Enter the first pay per view of 2022, and we'll mention last week's card with uh, are these cater are these world awards or are these our awards? These are just these are just our awards. Just so we're giving out the award. Yeah. Okay. Like, what do you think was the best knockout of 2021? Sanhagen over Edgar. Okay. Um. What did you think, Kamaru? Yeah, yeah. I Sanhagen's up there, um, but ultimately. Um, no one's ever done that to Maz at all. Um, Correct, true. Until still right until February or was that March? Oh, Colby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ton of fights we have we have yet to announce. Um, but uh, yeah, for sure that that's what I ultimately went with. Uh, that was the that's no wrong answer. Here, I, I don't think. Yeah, there's not. Um, what actually won it was it uh was it it wasn't Yuri. Uh, I think it was Kamari. Yeah. Geary's a good fucking pick, too. Yeah. Sanhagen happened so early on that it's like it gets kind of lost in the shuffle. Like, even dude, there, you don't see flying knee knockouts like that, especially at the UFC level. Into like Edgar. That level, yeah. Into Edgar. That nope. level of talent. Him and, him and Ortega's the only guys that so can do, say. So, does Cheeto's leg kick knocking out Edgar, does that take away from Sanhagen? It shouldn't, but I'm asking. Like Maybe. Maybe. Uh, uh, Maybe they just say, well, Edgar's chin can't take it. I don't think anybody's chin could have took that. But but back to – yeah, true. But back to my point, like, when I give away the award, it's – it's okay, it's a great knockout, sure, but there there's a ton of great knockouts in the year. It's it's the knockout plus the holy shit. For sure. And no, that, that, that when is, Usman did yeah. that to Masvidal, it was a, it was a holy shit. You know that was what the the second card with the crowd because the right. first one was Poirier Connor two that was January right yeah yeah 
Yeah. And I'm then right. that February card was Usman and Moss. That was February. Wow. What? No, maybe it wasn't February. I feel like it was. Maybe a, it was April. I feel like it was a little later. Burns, Burns, and Usman yes. was February. Yes, yes, okay. you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, honorable mention to Yuri Prohoshka. That was that was maybe the nastiest knockout of the year. I could have heard a case for that for sure. Um, I'm sure there's one we're missing. Oh, yeah. There, if we're gonna talk about Bellator, I think you got to bring up. Uh, Horaguchi uh, yeah, and uh, Pettis. Pettis, yeah, for sure. That was a that was a late entrant into the into the mix there. Um, submission of the year, I went with uh, Andre Muniz over Jacare. I think, Jacare. I, think yeah. I think that was the the clear cut. Vieira, who fights this Saturday, had a had a good one um, rear naked choke, but but ultimately I went with Andre Muniz. He's he's got a big twenty twenty two ahead of him. Um, excited to see what he's gonna do. Uh, in the middleweight division, so uh, was he your? Was that a clean sweep, or did you? I'm trying to think of the other ones that were out there. Did we not see any kind of inverted triangles or flying on bars? Or Bryce anything? Mitchell only fought once. Torn, torn twister. I yeah, tornado. Twist, yeah, tornado. Tornado. Arkansas tornado. Um. So you went with Muniz as yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. Especially like, like you said, like you know, nobody has ever submitted Jacare like that. Yeah, right. So, well, I mean, I don't, does it still count as a submission if you break an arm? Right. Is I think it. Te- yeah, for sure. It, de- it definitely definitely went down as a submission. Right. So, yeah. Um, fight of the year. This was a this was a big category. <sighs> Gaethje Chandler. Yeah. Fucking um, uh, Caramel Thunder and Plaza Nebia. Okay. That's one that flies under the radar. Yeah, under the radar, that. yeah, for sure. Um so who's your who's your final answer here? Man, I'm trying to think, dude. Like uh I I, mean, I went with Gaethje Chandler. Yeah, I mean that's I, fresh I on the mind, but Yeah, I, mean, I didn't want to be recency biased. I wasn't ready for this segment either, so Well I, I mean, sprung I, it. I didn't prep for this segment. Yeah, so. I, I sprung it on you. You know, uh, I'm, but I'm that's fine. from the hip here. Yeah, that's fine. Um yeah, I Gaethje Chandler's definitely up there. Um, Volk Ortega's up there. That's a little bit one sided, but but definitely had its moments like that. That the uh, the submission for Ortega was like d- damn near there. So, I mean, that had the backstory too with Tough. So that lived up to the hype. Uh, uh, there, there's there's a few more too. I'm sure. What was the tough finale this year? What was that card? What do you mean? What was the main event of the tough finale this year? It was Barboza and uh, Chikatsi. Okay. Okay. Speaking of, I mean, Chikatsi Cater, that was, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll touch on that here in a second. Um, fighter of the year. This can be, this can be who you think had the best, the best moment, the best uh, resume of the year. Um, this could it's, encompass in a lot of things. This is a lot coming from me because I'm a hater. Okay. I, I could be classified a hater, but I think you got to say Usman. Yeah. yeah. I think he had definitely the best resume. So he went Burns, Masvidal, Colby. Colby. 3 and 0. Knockout. Yeah. Knockout decision. Yeah. Um, it had Colby hurt. Um in but, the second fight? Yeah, he, had, he had him hurt and then Colby came back and won 4 and 5 in my opinion, but he had him hurt. Um Definitely, definitely, Usman had the best resume of the year. Um, moment is definitely Glover Teixeira winning the light, oh, man. finally winning the light oh, heavyweight man. title. Um, definitely, uh, Juliana Pena. We gotta fucking mention yeah. her. Ups- That's upset of the year. Upset sure. of the year. Upset of the fucking sport, possibly. 
Um, Unless somebody's gonna knock off Valentina soon, I I don't see. Yeah, it, you know. that that was that was crazy. Um, so definitely got to shout her out um, for 2021. And um, anything else you want to add for? Uh, a newcomer of the year, Chandler. Breakout of the year. How do you okay. wanna, how do you want to word that? Um, uh, I mean, you got to think Aaron Planchfield. She went three and zero. Yeah, but I mean, she's gonna get stiffer competition. I what depends, do you, what do you, I guess it depends on how you word the question. Like, like breakout of the year, or you know, okay, Chandler the, the went way, one the and way two, Chandler though. came into the year, right, though, right. was Hooker in, in a fashion that we've never yeah, seen. Yeah, and he got a knockout. top. I mean, he went one and two. Um, fight of the year candidate, knockout, great knockout, knockout. I mean, that's that's up there too, and and knockout of the years. I mean, it gets lost in the shuffle, but. What what he did to Hooker, no I mean, one's po- no one does that. That to oh shit moment, we could throw Poirier Connor too. The first, you know, the January fight yeah, there too, yeah, because that was an oh that shit was, moment too. That was an oh shit moment, yeah, for sure. You no, know, because um, as soon as that fight happened, that oh shit moment, it was like, all right, when are we gonna see number three? There was no like, hey, Poirier's yeah. getting the title. It was yeah. no, Connor, you know, it was none of that. It was when are we seeing number three? Mm-hmm. So and now with the controversy in three, we're fucking gonna see a four. Did one. you see the Poirier thing? It was like, hey, I, I can still make the weight cut to 155 if you want me to, but I'm more interested at fun fights at 170. Poirier so he, said that? Poirier said he wanted the Nate fight. No, he just said it out loud. Like, that said, fight's I want happen. the Nate fight. And then Nate came out today, I think, and criticized UFC saying, like, yeah. give me the Poirier fight. That fight's gotta happen. It's gotta happen for the fans. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what the UFC I mean, Nate's doing. never fighting for a title again. Again? Ever. Nate's never fighting for a title. He's fought for the title, lightweight title, for sure. Benson Henderson. And, okay. And maybe even RDA. Was that the RDA fight a title? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, he's fought for the title. Okay, so so he's never fighting for the Not title welterweight again. Though. And you could argue Poirier's probably never fighting for a title again at this point. Uh, and that mean, was, what, that Poirier we, just turned 33 yesterday, I think. We talked um, about we talked about that. Uh, 33, 34. I think, he, I think his birthday was yesterday. So I don't know. You would know better than me, man. Um, uh Poirier, we talked about this. Uh, you know, say he goes out and beats Nate, and then beats a fucking uh, Luke. A. Okay, he could, the, he could what, be the way right. Marty's mopping the floor with the guys now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. you talking to, about 170? Yeah, Man, say, would that be a story? To say Poirier fights for a welterweight title fight isn't, title, isn't I wouldn't. Yeah, it's not far fetched, but it's, you're right. It's not right realistic at this point in time. Yeah. Um. But it could definitely happen. Um, going, moving into 2022, um, we had the fight. We had the fight card uh, this Saturday or this past Saturday. Nothing really came out of it, but but Calvin Cater, everybody wrote him off this time last year. Yeah, I mean, Said but he, dude, when, when when he fought Max last January, he was like, re- he was really injured after that fight. You know, yeah. you know how much damage he did, but he was really like. Fucked up. After yeah, that fight. Like I mean, had he had to, to reassess some things. I mean, I'm sure he would admit that. Um, but in 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 the way I took it is, Jig Chikazi was already looking past Calvin Cater. He was already talking about a potential title fight in the next fight. Well, he called out Max after yeah. the Barbosa fight, right? So. And then he was already talking about a title shot at the press conference with Cater, and then, then it's like, bro, you've got a you've got a monster in front of you right now. And then Giga you know, wasn't the only one overlooking him, though. I mean, I think true. everybody had. I, he I, had. I would, a, I would guarantee you, eighty percent of the public had had Giga in that fight. Yeah, 
Cater had a chip on his shoulder, though, from the word go. Rightfully and, so. Yeah. You know, he he had to come out here and prove a point. Yeah, or for sure. Or everybody was And And he did that, man. 50-45 and 50-44. We're talking about fight of the year. Like, you say 50-45, 50-44, dude, but that was really a, a an awesome fight. To yeah, watch. it was a, it was closer it than was, the scorecards yeah. indicate, for sure. Um, did you, you – you mentioned I surprised you. I, you hinted – before the before we recorded that you were going to surprise me with this segment so what you got here okay bro? i said i was gonna surprise you but i think we both were we're kind of on the same page here okay. we're gonna get at it but uh you want to do this now yeah all right we can get well, into this uh, now i want to predict the future you want to call this segment we'll do a little sound clip here <laughs> predicting the future <laughs> uh end of 2022 okay december 31st 2022 uh who are your champions Champions. Okay. We'll start out with the women. All right. The women's flyweight. Flyweight. Or, no, excuse or, me. Women's strawweight, right? Yeah. Strawweight. Women's strawweight. We'll, okay. we'll go from lightest to heaviest. Okay. Currently um, is Rose Thug Rose Namanias. Okay. Um. This is a tough. This is a tough category. Um. Let's see. So Rose is scheduled to probably fight Esparza. Correct. I believe that's correct. And so you got to think they fight three. You know, she maybe fight will fight two or three times this year. Um, Rose. Yeah. Or that belt. The belt. The belt. Okay. The belt. I would say two. I'm dude. Is it weird that, that three seems like it's a lot in a year now? Because used uh, to it used to be like, man, that ain't shit. Yeah, it used to be that way, but not, yeah, not that it ain't shit, but that's like normal. It should, a lot of a lot of things too is it, there's a lot of fighters under contract too, so it's like right for sure. This stuff gets stretched out now. Um, I'm gonna say Rose. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Rose. Who's your when is uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you say yours and then I'm gonna give an honorable mention because I think this I think this lady has has potential. Where the fuck is Joanna? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Where is she? That's the first question that comes to my head. Where the fuck is Joanna? She says she's getting ready to come back. Is she still recovering from? No, is she? Because every fight the UFC officer, she's like, no, I'm I'm, I know what I'm worth. She wants Waylee Zhang. That's what she. She's that fucking person who's like, I know what I'm worth. You ever worked with one of those? Mm -hmm. I know what I'm worth. Yeah, you want me to? You want me to clean toilets? No, I, I know what I'm worth, bro. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. No fucking. Ten dollars an hour? No. <laughs> Ten dollars an hour to uh, to to flip burgers? No fucking way, dude. No, I work for McDonald's. No, I need no. I need way, fifteen, dude. sixteen. I can bro. change my own oil, bro. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> Who you got, big boy? Yoana? Uh, yeah, no, Yoana, no. <clears throat> I, I've got to, I've got to stick with my girl here, uh, Rose Namajunas. I was really high on Amanda Lemos coming off last year, but you know that that uh, uh, Angela Hill fight at the end of the year there, a lot of people will say Angela Hill won that fight. I was a little biased, uh, and I think I think she's more than a year away from from that shot. Uh, honorable mention, Mackenzie Dern, Marina Rodriguez. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was I, I was sure you was gonna say Derna. Yeah, but well, Marina has the win over McKenzie. McKenzie's gonna fight Tisha Torres here. Uh, I think it's March, but um, Marina Rodriguez is is the is the dark horse in this division, in my opinion. Yeah, because she's she's fighting soon. Uh, she's fighting uh, Jan Zianon. 
I believe. So we done gave our pick away on the Esparza fight. We're both picking Rose, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we're saying she has the title. But it's not unlike right. Rose to lose and then win it right back. Exactly. So, so because I'm the best. I'm Say the it be- with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm, yeah, the yeah. I'm, but, I'm the best. I'm the best. You're the best. But if Esparza, but if Esparza wins, that's two and zero against Rose. So yeah, it ultimate would, it fighter would, finale. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be hard to get a third fight there. All right. Um, I don't think so. Depending, I mean, it all depends on the fight at the end of the day. I mean, if it's a razor close fight, who the fuck knows? True. So, now so, you're. Now we're on to the flyweight. Can we just? Can we just? One twenty-five. Can we just write Valentina? Or? I mean, do we even have to talk about it? Say it with me. One, two, three. Valentina, Valentina Shevchenko. Okay. Did we just become best friends? Yep. yep. <laughs> um, women's bantamweight. This current, is the, this current is, this is the division that uh, that Amanda Nunez has a belt, right? No, sir. No, sir. Oh, oh, that's that new girl. What? What's that girl's name? I wish we were doing the podcast then, because I, damn. dude, I called that motherfucker. Yeah, Anthony has this fucking knack, dude. It's like. A fight that seems just bizarre to fucking to anyone else. This motherfucker's like, nah, dude, it's gonna happen. This is it. This is the one. And for some fucking reason, he's always fucking right. And yeah. I'm I'm the guy over here like, nah, dude, you're you're whatever, dude. You're fucking crazy as shit. Yeah. And sure enough, come fight night, it's like, what the fuck? Dog? Yeah, that was a that was a good one. That was a feather in my cap, dude. I will always have that. Night. Now, I will so I always the, have that night. Is the question? The question is, does she retain it? No. Nunez gets it back. Um. Nunez, but see, is Nunez does Nunez want two belts? You think? Yeah, I think Nunez is kind of checked out. But is there a one forty five division? No, the only fight for at one forty five is Kayla Harrison. That's not gonna happen now. I mean, unless she gets the one thirty five belt back, I don't. I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. I don't fucking see. Know. Kayla Harrison has the fight at one forty five or one fifty. So that the thing is, is Kayla Harrison is a free agent. Right. So if the UFC signs her, what do you like? Are you signing her at, on like a cyborg deal where she has to fight one forty five or one fifty? Like I don't, I don't understand it. You got you got one fight for Kayla Harrison if if she signs a contract, and it's Amanda Nunez. I mean, who else? Holly Holm. But you saw how pissed Kayla Harrison was when she lost the belt. Like she 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 saw that was the fucking grip slipping through yeah. her fingers and shit. she was at she was there she was gonna probably come in the yeah, octagon she was, if, she was sitting right next to chiesa when yeah. chiesa jumped the fence to go oh, you know, he was him. drunk yeah he busted his head open yeah. did you hear about that yeah. shit yeah yeah um oh he was drunk uh, he was fucked up bro he was <laughs> he was lit as fuck that pina one um oh shit man but yeah so i i don't know man but anyways back to I think Nunez, Nunez 135. Yeah, Nunez does. I think she gets it back. That, that I was not expecting you to say that. Can though. we circle back to Valentina real quick? Yeah. I do want to give an honorable mention. Misha Tate is moving down to 125. Oh, God, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Say it. Just say it and, and get it over with. I just want to throw it out there. Just cut this out when we're done recording. <laughs> hey, bro. I want to get an honorable mention also in in that division to Caitlin Shakagian. She she just broke the record for most decisions ever. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true, but God damn it. I think it, it is true. Like it. I think it is true. I think I heard that. Bro, like, you go down the list, there's not a name that pops out that I'm like, yeah, she could, she could give a run for a minute. Maybe, maybe, uh, right here at 14, uh, how do you say her name? Manion Faroe? She's looked Manion really Faroe, yeah, yeah. she's looked really good, but still. 
is she getting a title shot at the end of 2022? Not this year. I, I don't, don't think know. so. Uh, women's featherweight. You think Kayla Harrison? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck it. I mean, do we even have to pick that? No, I, I'm, I'm just going to still say it. Nunez. Yeah. Okay. If we had to say, we're going to say Nunez. Uh, I don't think I said for 135, but, yeah, I think Nunez gets a, gets a shot back at it. Yeah. Um, All right, moving on to the male divisions. I'll let you – I mean, yeah, you're the – this is your segment, buddy. All right. No, please don't make me pick first because it's flyweight. Yeah. This belt's on the line this weekend, if you right. didn't know there, buddy. Brandon Divison Moreno. Figueredo versus Brandon champion. Moreno. Brandon Baby Assassin Moreno is the current champion of the 125 flyweight division. Man, I really think it's going to be Demetrius Johnson. Demetrius. <laughs> 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 no, for real though, um man, I at this at this current point, I don't think I I've decided on the fight, which I have to pick at the end of the podcast. <laughs> right. Uh man, this is tough. This is tough. This, this is, is tough. Really, this is a tight division. Um, it's not a deep division, but when you get to the cream of the crop on it, it's pretty tight. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Figueredo. It's still some way or another. You know what? I'm gonna say Brandon Moreno. Okay. I'm gonna say Brandon Moreno. That's my guy. As much as I love him, I'm going Pantoja. Really? Yeah. Isn't he the one that has the win over yes. Moreno already? Yes. Okay, that's what I'm tough. And we move on to the 135 weight division to where I do want to. I'm sorry to cut you off. I do want to. I do want to give an honorable mention here to Kai Car France. I think he's got. I think he's got the potential to. I don't think what? so. You're like, shaking your head like you're. You're just like fucking. No, I just. I don't think so, man. I'm not. Why? I'm not saying like he won't. I'm not saying like you can't pick him. Yeah, he's got. I'm saying he. I just want to throw him out there. He's got the potential to throw him out there to, he, to stack some wins. He and, was getting his ass kicked by Bontarine before he caught like a lucky ass kick at the okay. end of the fight. Uh, and Brandon Royval is better than Kaikara France. I think they've even fought. Alex Perez, that's like the biggest question mark. Why is he – he's at four. Yeah. Figgy made like quick work of him. <laughs> a lot of people say Figgy cheated in that fight, like grabbing the cage and shit. Mm. Mm. I digress. Uh, yeah, Brandon Moreno. Uh, and I'll elaborate more on that at the end of the podcast. But here we go to the fake champ at 135. Yeah, we got two champs here. Algermain Sterling and the interim, interim champ and Piotr Jan. Piotr Jan. Take the stage, Anthony. Um – this is this is a tough one too, dude. What do we what do we get with TJ Dillashaw? Is is Aldo back? Um, Dominic Cruz, he's on the rise again. You what, got what was Dillashaw's injury? It was like a a, a, a hanging something or it was something weird. Uh, I don't I don't know, man. Don't quote me on it. I'm sorry. But you got Don coming back. You got prospects in this division like Sonya Dong, Sean O'Malley. This is a very this is a very Chito Vera. You got this is a very very tough division. With that said, Davalashvili is your champion at the end of 2022. No. Who did Davalashvili just fight that rocked the fuck out of him? But he's a machine. Who was it? Dude, Come why on, do you man. ask me these questions? On, I don't dude. fucking you remember. remember. He not he rocked the fuck out of Davalashvili. Yeah, I do remember that now. And he came back. Davalashvili came back and like was able to fucking wrestle his way out of being rocked or concussed or whatever the fuck it was, but. I'm trying to pull it up. It was, it was. Is not in the top uh, fifteen. It was Morales. Oh, Marlon Morales. 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 Holy shit! Yeah. 
Holy shit, it was Mirage. Yeah. He's in the top 15, by the way. He's fucking uh, number nine. nine. Um, man, I like that pick by you. I don't know why you did it. I don't think he gets a shot. I don't even think he gets a title shot this year. But oh, I do don't? like it. Oh, you don't? I mean, it's possible. I'm going to say uh, Piotr Jan. And I think the I think the next closest uh, honorable mention, is that what we're calling it? Yeah. Jose Aldo. I think he beats TJ Dillashaw and loses in December. Or I'm really excited for that Dillashaw Aldo fight. And then the Aldo, and then after that, the Aldo, we finally. Aldo Jan. No, we finally get Aldo Cruz, the two best WC champs. Why? If, if Aldo beats Dillashaw, he's getting a title shot. Okay. Well, man, don't crush my dreams. But if he loses, I could say it. Yeah. Could, we, could we do Dillashaw versus. Why are we not talking about Sean O'Malley and Dom or Sean O'Malley, Cody? Sean O'Malley's next year, bro. Sean O'Malley. I'm not saying, I'm not saying for a title. I'm saying Dom. Sean O'Malley, Sean Dom. O- Sean O'Malley, Cody Garbrandt. Sean O'Malley, Garbrandt's the fight. That's the I fight. I wouldn't be mad at either one of those That's fights. the fight you do. But then, uh, I don't know. That's, that's a very the, tough. To, that's that's a, not the segment. The segment is who's your champ at the end right. of the year. Okay. I'm going with the Valesvili. All right, guys. Uh, 145 featherweight current champ is Alexander the Great Volkanovski, who is fighting Korean Zombie. Yeah, it was on, get, it uh, was a re- late replacement over Max Holloway. Correct. This is this is pretty. Your top five is uh, Holloway, Ortega, Yair Rodriguez, Korean Zombie, Cater. I think this is a two man race. What you got, big boy? This is tough. This is tough. Volk versus Holloway. This is very tough. They razor close fights. I'm going Holloway. I'm going Volkanovski. Sweet and simple. Okay. Short and simple. Excuse me. Okay. Um, one fifty five lightweight. The current champion is uh I can't see without my glasses. Oliveira. <laughs> Your one through fives is Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, Benil Daryush, Islam Makachev, Michael Chandler. You, you know it's first? weird. It's weird. I think we're both going to agree on this one. You think so? I think so. Okay. Who's going first? I'll go. I mean, you tell me. Makachev. Makachev will be the champion at the end of the year. Damn. And he'll beat he'll beat uh, Oliveira for it. I think Oliveira gets past Gaethje. You think Oliveira gets past Gaethje? Yeah. I don't know. I take that back. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk to that. I'm we'll going. Ga- I'm going Gaethje. Gaethje. Gotcha. All right. One sixty-five. Just my kidding. shit's all out of whack here. I'm, I'm just fucking... kidding. You didn't hear me. I said one sixty-five. <laughs> all right. Oh. Maybe uh, who Dana says is working his way to the UFC Mount Rushmore here. Welterweight champion, Kamaru Usman, who doesn't really have much left to beat here in the uh, welterweight division. Yeah. Usman, Usman's the champion at the end of 2022. That's I mean, who's getting title shots, dude? Edwards is getting Edwards. the next one. Luke, if he beats who? Bilal Muhammad. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. He's all the way down at number nine, so he may not get it this year, but I think – oh, fuck. 
I just saw Jemayev. Um Yeah. I was talking about Sean Brady. I do like Sean Brady a lot. He's not ready for Usman. He's not ready for He's Usman. not ready for Usman. Uh, Chimaev, though, dude. I don't know if Chimaev's ready. I, at, the I end of, at the end of the day. I don't know if Chimaev gets it. It may He could get it, like, in December. Man, that'd be a fu- that'd be a fucking call if you called it now, though. That'd be a fucking call if you called it now, though. Uh, sticking dude, with Usman? Yeah, I'm sticking with Usman. Fuck. I'm sticking with Usman. Fuck it. I'm taking Chimaev. I don't. I, think I, I don't. I don't dis. I don't dislike. I mean, I don't hate that pick. No, here's the thing, though. I don't. Tamayev's gonna fight. He's got to fight at least twice. He's got to. How many? How many fights has Tamayev got to win before he gets Usman? Because he's got to beat somebody, and he's probably got to beat somebody else. He's probably got to win two fights to get there. Okay, so hypothetically, let's say he fights Neil Magny next. Then he fights Balaam Muhammad. Yeah. What happens? Does he get it? Who is Burns getting next? Uh, I don't know. Man, I'm not sure. I'm saying Usman. No, I'm going Usman. Next year, I'll say Chimaev. All right. Uh, 185. Which this belt's on the line next month with uh, Israel Adesanya <laughs> versus Robert Whitaker. Your one through five is Whitaker, Vittori, Cannonier, Brunson, who's taking on somebody shortly. Who, or actually, Brunson was supposed to fight this Saturday. Right. He's supposed to he, – Brunson and Cannonier were supposed to fight this Saturday. Correct. Um, As much as I love Robert Whitaker, Adesanya. This is my sleeper. Who are you going, Sean Strickland? Sean Strickland. I don't know if he gets a title shot, man. I don't I don't know if he gets a title shot, and I don't think he's more technical or better than Adesanya. I just think he's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. So okay, he he gets past Hermanson. Then you give him then you give him either Vittori or the loser of Cannoneer Brunson. I don't think he can I don't think he can get up there. I just I just don't. Unless he starches the because he's got to fight – he's going to have to fight twice. Yeah. The thing that's working in his favor is his the timeline with him and Adesanya are, are meeting Together, up. Yeah. Right. So, that that is working in his favor because he fights next uh, two weeks from today or from Saturday. So, that is working in his favor. Um, he would have to – he would have to get two knockouts. He can't – I think he's got to get two finishes to get the title shot. That is a good pick, though. I, I, I like his – I like his skill set. Um, he could be. He it's could just be, crazy, dude. Like, he could be in this conversation. I really next think year. he could break this guy's neck in the in the ring, and he'd be like, "Okay, yeah, okay, win a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, Kurt Angle style." Yeah, Jesus, yeah, bro. Not what I meant, but yeah, okay. Um, go with it. So I'm going out of Sonya. You're going Strickland. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that dark horse. I mean, you got to take a chance every now and then. This next one. One or one. Erie Prohaska. Yeah. Erie Prohaska. Mine's already in English. I mean, you didn't have to fucking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who, it's either going to be him or Rockets because uh, Glover to share. I mean, hey, man, round of applause. Yeah, Glover round of applause, bro. Round hey, of man, applause. We're all proud of you. We're happy for your story. We're finally glad you got the gold. But nobody expects for you to hold on to it. So, congrats. Congrats, bro. Um, Prohaska. And then, last but not least, 265, this belt is on the line Saturday. Do we need to say anything or do we need to wait? 
What do you mean? Because we're getting ready to break this shit down here in a little bit. Yeah. So That's, who's your pick for the end of the year? Tom Aspinall. Uh, baby steps. Yeah, baby he steps. he wants to. Yeah, he wants to casually get there. Yeah, and he just had to uh, pull out of his fight with Ogdermanov. So breaking news, right? Um, honorable mention: somebody that could get there at the end of the year, tied to Ivasa. De- but he's got Derek Lewis next. Um, are we are we giving our picks? I don't want to give away what what we're about to break down. No, go but ahead, give your pick. Honestly, dude, I think this contract situation with Ngannou gets figured out, and I think he's the he's the closest thing to Tyson as we're ever going to see in the UFC. Dana knows that. Dana's a boxing fan at heart. He knows that. He gets this he gets this situation figured out with Ngannou, and Ngannou's your champion at the end of twenty twenty two. Okay, Johnny, your thoughts. Oh, uh, Cyril gone beats Ngannou. And just John kidding. and John just, Jones. Just beats, kidding. And just John kidding. Jones beats Cyril Gone. I, I mean, no. What? I don't. I don't think that the UFC don't want that fight. The UFC wants the UFC wants Gone to win. But if Ngannou wins, they're going to make Miocic and John Jones for the title. Huh? We'll get to that. Uh, Cyril Gone. Cyril Gone. I I see what you're saying. So Cyril Gone. Okay. Cyril Gone is my pick for for champion at the end of 2022. Yeah. Okay. Um, one last thing I want to, I want to predict the future and then we'll get into 20, uh, 270 here. Um, we're going to try to keep the podcast between 45 minutes and an hour 15. Rough. Make it a little yeah. easier to listen to. Yeah. But I do want to try to predict we're, and we're going through, it'll be a lot easier in upcoming episodes, but we wanted to recap 2021 and then get into 2022. Give me a fight. This is totally random. Give me your fight of the year for 2022. Oh, shit. Fight of the year. Totally random. I mean. Holy I mean, shit. And you can't say Calvin Cater, Jika Chikazi. I mean, even though that is a great fight. Yeah, but it's me, already happened. You want me to, like, just make yeah, up I wanna have. I want to have s- some fun here. This is All right. I'm going to give you mine. Oh, you're going to take mine. I just thought of one. Go no, ahead. No, I'm not going to take yours. And when I say this, I want to – like, dude, Piotr Jan and Desvalis Vili, fight of the year, 2022. Okay. Book it. Okay. Man, that's For good. the Bantamweight title. Fuck, that's a good one. Um, Man, this is tough. You want me to, like, sweep? Oh, oh. Who's Tony Ferguson fighting next? Oh, my God. I mean, we don't know. I mean, we don't know, dude. Is Tony still around? I didn't mean like who's he fighting next. I mean like who do you pair him up with? Uh, uh, why not Michael Chandler? Tony Michael. Michael Michael's trying hard to get that McGregor fight. Oh, for sure. Hey, uh, hey, that could be. Hey, that's got potential. Colby Colby Masvidal's got potential. Man, I'm gonna say. Uh, this is totally random. I'm not going to hold you to this at the end of the year. Fuck, dude. I'll say uh I'll say Yair Rodriguez and Brian Ortega. Have they fought? Yair Rodriguez, Brian Ortega. I don't think they have. That's a good pick. Give it to me. Okay. Ortega. That's, that is shooting from the hip at its finest there. I was almost I was this close to saying O'Malley and 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 uh Cody, but I didn't want to seem like a casual. So Yeah. 
Yeah, and I and I don't think that would be fight of the year. I yeah. think I think Colby. Or, or I think, think I think Cody gets fucked up big time. So that's our fun for the podcast here. Uh, just a little bit of predictions here. Well, I got a good one. I got a good one. Give me a, give me a Taporia and Dan Inge. Ooh. Okay. I can get behind that, too. But I'm going to stick with my original one. I think Ortega. Let me write this down because I won't ever remember. Oh, I got you. You got it? I got you. Who did I say? Ortega and Yair. And yeah. you said Yawn. And Dabalashvili. That's fucking dope, dude. What if one of these hit? Like, what if that's something yeah. you could bet on? That's Even if they get booked is is a win in my opinion yeah for like sure. like even if we could like because i feel like i like that's my what do you think about like a marlon vera debolish feeling that's a good fucking fight too dude i feel like my my calling in life is to be a ufc matchmaker like i feel like i feel like i can see this shit happen yeah. before it fucking happens and uh so you that just, yeah the, the thing that sucks with that job is you just get fucking critiqued yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a selfish job for sure. You'd have to delete all your social medias for and sure. And just and just shoot from the hip. So like much you said. Hate mail. Um let's get into two seventy here. Um if you had anything else. No, let's get into it. All right. Uh UFC two seventy will take place from uh uh Anaheim, California, the Honda Center. Um headlined by uh, Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gon for the heavyweight chi- title. They're going to mer- – uh, interim champ versus uh, undisputed champ. And then the trilogy of Brandon Moreno, Devison Figueroa. How does the UFC promote it? It's the two baddest men on the planet. I feel like <laughs> yeah. anytime the heavyweight champion's fighting, it's the two baddest men on the planet. I mean, we're looking at UFC 260 now, which yeah, is Miocic, Miocic and Ngannou too, and it's like biggest, baddest rematch. It's like, come on now. Every time. Heavyweight champion, that's the baddest man on the planet. All right, well, let's get into it. Not going to spend too much time on these prelims. Let's I, just run through it. Yeah, I do want to mention that um, some fights that got canceled that were supposed to be on this card was uh, Mosvar Ivalov versus Ilya Chaporia, Greg Hardy versus uh, Alexei Olenek. Then Sergey Spivak. Then Sp- Sergey Spivak. Um, Jacob Malkoon versus A.J. Dodson was supposed to be on this card. Jared Cannonier versus Derek Brunson. And then originally – the co-main event was supposed to be Adesanya and Whitaker, but then that got moved to uh, next was it? month. Yeah, next February. Next pay per view. So there's, there's a week off. Next week there's a week off. That's yeah. really good. You know, bring the podcast back, and then the very following week's a fucking week off. Yeah, but, uh, but we'll we'll make it happen. We'll we'll come up with something. Um, there is eight newcomers this this Saturday. The eight UFC debuts will happen. A lot of them are contender series guys. If yeah. I'm not mistaken though. Yeah. So. Um, let's just uh, what what do how do you want to do this, Sean? You want to start from the first fight and work our way up, uh, and just give our thoughts, man. All right, uh, Jasmine Justavikis versus Kay Henson. Uh, Henson, Henson. She's got OnlyFans, by the way. Oh my god, dude. We we shouldn't talk about her like that, but I mean, hey, you got to make your money where you make your money. Yeah, she's the minus two fifty five favorite. I'm going with her here. Uh, I think this is the one that I didn't understand. Jasmine's making her UFC debut. Yeah, dude. But all right, let me pull up her profile real quick. She's six and one. She's she's uh she's a lot older than Kay Hansen. She's fucking ten years older. Ten years her. older. Ten years the elder. But I want to has actually fought some pretty tough competition. Uh, Kay Hansen. She's had some good fights. She's got four losses though, which seems like a lot for a, a UFC level fighter. 
Hasn't hasn't lost in the UFC though. Um, Has she not? No. I thought. Okay. She, okay. Well, yeah. she's only had two fights. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, she she did lose to Corey McKenna in her last fight. All right. So, uh, ju- ju- say this lady's name for me. Jasmine Jasmine Jasudovich. Jasudovich. She's her only loss is to Elise Reed, who, if you watch UFC last year, you know Elise Reed is uh up and comer, coming up in the division. Uh, let's see. Sixty-five percent of the public's on Kay Hansen. Seventy-seven percent decision. I won't bet this fight. I don't. I don't. I don't want to bet it. I I've think, got. I've got three bets this Saturday. This I is think, not. This is a very top-heavy card. I think Jasudovich uh, isn't a, a bad bet if that's something you want to take a risk on. I think there's value on her, but I just simply over the age. I think Kay Hansen wins the fight. Okay, I, I agree with you. Uh, next up, we got Matt Frivola versus Gennaro Valdez. Valdez is making his UFC debut. He's 10-0. He is the underdog in this fight, though, at plus 170. Steamroller coming back at plus, uh, minus 200. He's 8-3. Eight 8-3-1, and, three. Eight, three and one, excuse me, uh, with the two-fight skid here. Um, you did mention earlier. Yeah, Valdez. Yeah. Is a training partner of the flyweight, current flyweight champion, Brandon Moreno. Um. Frivola likes to get hit, man. Um, I don't know. Frivola's a wrestler, but he likes to, you know, test the water standing in the beginning of fights. And I, I'm starting to think he's a little chinny, dude, especially after the chance to yeah. get knockout. Um, on Tapology, uh, 77% of people on Tapology have Valdez by knockout. Yeah, I mean, and, and 67% of the public has Valdez. I'll say 77 people that are picking Valdez yeah. have them have him by knockout. But I, what's more surprising to me is that the majority of the public is pick, are picking Valdez. Right. Like, I, th- I thought I was going to pick Valdez here. I'm picking – the pick for me is Valdez, and it's by knockout if I had to pick. Not, I'm with you. Not betting this one either just because the unknown of, you know, we haven't, Done, seen, we haven't right. seen this guy in the UFC. But, uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean – if Frivola comes out here and wants to fight smart and get this fight to the ground, I think he wins. But just from recent history, this guy wants to come out and kind of trade punches and shit. I got to pick Valdez. Another thing you got to look at, like this was this was the scheduled fight, so it's like it's not like Frivola is like on a like um like a short notice opponent or anything like that. So I think the I think the the pick is Valdez. I think he does catch Frivola. Frivola has been like you said, chinny. So. I'll take Valdez. Um, moving on, Vanessa Dinopolis versus uh, Silvana Gomez Juarez. Uh, Juarez, yeah, she. Uh, this fight was originally supposed to happen last weekend. It was supposed to be the open the card last weekend. They pushed it back a week. So uh, Dinopolis is one uh, minus one forty. Gomez is at plus one twenty. Um, Both of these girls have uh, uh, similar losses to Lupe Gonez. Okay, that was a. Uh, I don't remember when Demopolis fought or was it L- LFA? Yeah, LFA. I'm gonna uh, go with Gomez here, man. I think this is a. a good I don't know shit. I don't know shit about either one of them, honestly. I, I know. Really, I, I know. I think really for real. I think this is gonna be a close fight. Um, I think Demopolis is gonna be able to pull it off though. Okay. Okay. Good. We we disagree. Um, next up we got bantamweight division: Tony Gravely versus Simeon Oliveira. Oliveira is the Plus two hundred underdog, Gravely is the favorite at minus two fifty. Um, eighteen and three is Oliveira making his UFC debut. I like Gravely's toughness, man. I've got to pick him here. 
Just straight up. Yeah. Just um, I don't you know, know. Like you said, Oliver is making his debut here, so we don't know too much about him. Uh, you know, of his 18 wins, five of them are knockouts, 11 of them are subs. Uh, his last five, he's undefeated. And a lot of people argue, I did hear, that I've listened to guys getting their opinion. His uh, contender series fight last year was a split decision win. A lot of guys were upset that he got a contract, you know, whatever. UFC's always looking for a fighter, but Gravely, yeah. dude, if you look at Gravely's resume, it's actually pretty fucking decent. I mean, his last fight out with Nate Manus, he won that first round, like, decisively. wasn't even close and ended up getting caught in the second round by Nate Manus, right. which is no slouch. I mean, Nate Manus is a, is a fun fighter to watch. He's a good fighter. But uh, with that being said, I think uh, I think Gravely's experience is going to pay dividends for him. He's going to get the win. Next up, so you, you Gravely as Gravely, well. Okay. Yes, um, next up, both of these guys are two – or making their UFC debuts, Jack Della Maldana versus Pete Rodriguez. Yeah, a lot of hype coming in behind Jack Della Maldana. Um, a lot of hype, dude. I've heard nothing but good things about the guy. Yeah, he's a minus three hundred favorite, and then uh, Pete Rodriguez coming back at plus two forty. Uh, uh, Maldana. I mean, he he fought on Contender Series, um, so. I do have a fun stat on Pete Rodriguez. Uh, Let's hear it. He's four and zero, but of his uh, uh, his opponent's combined record is something crazy, like like four and thirteen of the four guys he's beat. <laughs> you love finding and, uh, that shit out, dude. His 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 fights though. Go look at his sure dog. Like his four professional wins are like knockouts in like a minute. So, yeah. I mean, okay. You know, I I think I'm I'm gonna pick Jack Della Maddalena just because of uh, pure experience. He's kind of like a Jack Shore type guy who's gonna like he's not his conditioning is fantastic. He's not gonna get tired in this fight, so. As long as he can get out of the first minute, two minutes, um, yeah, I mean, roll off the red carpet. He should he should be able to win this fight, maybe even finish him in the late rounds. Okay. Uh, I'm with you there, Modelina. Um Welterweight division moving on here. Michael Morales versus Tevin Giles. Um, Morales is the minus 145 favorite. Giles coming back at plus, uh, plus 120. Giles uh Giles started his career out at light heavyweight. He's most known for middleweight. Uh, last fight losing, getting knocked out by say his name because we all fuck it up. Duplessis. Duplessis. Yeah, uh, but it's not that hard to say. It's a very common name uh, where yeah, I come from. Making his uh welterweight debut in this fight and Michael Morales uh coming off a contender series win, unanimous decision. He looked real good, man. I've heard a lot of good things about Morales too. Like you said, we got a. What'd you say? We had eight uh, debuters here. I think it's eight or nine. Yeah, he's a yeah. Morales is twelve and 0, nine knockouts, one, one decision. I mean, excuse me, nine knockouts, one submission, two decisions. Contender series win was against the Nikolov Valtertinikov. Forgive me, right. I butchered that. But uh, hey, twenty-two years old, dude. This guy's got a bright future. I, I'm gonna ride with him. One I, thing- I, I've even thought about betting this. Yeah. One thing I want to point out here is uh, the Duplessis fight for Chevin Giles was five months ago, um, and like you said, that was at 185. So this is his. Yeah. So a thing to look at thing, tomorrow yeah. is is does, it does affect his chin moving down? Or well, does, it, my it, thing it, is weight cut. You know, it. That's the thing to look at tomorrow. He's a, he's a it, cop. He's a cop, like a Houston cop. He's a cop somewhere. He's, he's from Houston. Good yeah. Call. Okay. He's a Houston cop. Good call. Um. But yeah, watch the scales tomorrow. Make sure he wait, makes weight. If you if, because what I'm saying is I, I'm I'm taking Trevin Giles here. The even the, with the weight though, I mean the resume is there. He he's, I know he's fight Roman Delice, uh, Duplessis, uh, uh, Bevan Lewis. So 
James Krause even. He's fought, he fought James yeah, Krause. I, he, who so, won that fight? James Krause lost that fight, right? Yeah, Trevor yeah, Giles. I, but if you, I think if you go back and watch it, I think a lot of people thought Krause won that fight. I think I'm one of them. I'm, I may be – I may look stupid here. Morales may be, you know, the next big thing or what, whatever you want to say, but uh, I'll go with the experience here in Trevin Giles. The lights may be too big for Morales. Hey, man, it happens all the time to guys coming into the UFC. Uh, we move on here to Honey Borcellos versus Victor Henry. Man. In, in the Bantamweight division. The long-awaited debut for Victor Henry. Um, heard hey, a lot about this guy, but he's got a tough test here Saturday. Uh, Borcellos is the minus 420 favorite, and uh, Victor Henry uh, is the underdog at plus 320. It's tough, though, man. Like, you could say the UFC waited too long to sign both of these guys. Cause yeah, for both, sure. what, like 34 years old? I mean, yeah. dude, I've been hearing about Victor Henry for years. These guys are born like a week apart, too. It's really? Crazy. Yeah. Like, I think uh, maybe their birthdays are about to happen or just happened, something crazy yeah. like that. They're, like, basically identical. As far as age, right? Yeah, as far uh, as age. But, I mean, dude, Barcelos, man, he – I don't know. I'm, I'm not ready to say he's past his prime. I just wish the UFC would have signed him earlier. This guy's a both? really, really, really talented fighter. Both of these guys are. Victor Henry, a lot of people don't know him, but he does have a background. Like, he does have a resume behind yeah, him coming into in this Risen. fight. Uh, and this fight was originally supposed to happen – at the, I think at the Lewis uh, Lewis Dawkins card, and then for sure. I think somebody tested positive, whatnot. You know, it happens. Yeah, shit. Uh, you know, me and Anthony both have COVID since then, so everybody's getting that shit now with Omicron. So, whatever. Uh, and I think the odds have actually rose into yeah. Barcelos' favor since then. It's balloon. Yeah, it's yeah. Bal- it's ballooning up. Man. Uh, it, it was in the two hundreds when when uh, back when they were supposed to fight in December of twenty twenty one, and it's 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 just. I will say everybody's that, on. Everybody's back in Barcelos here. Yeah, so I will say this: I'm I'm back in Barcelos. Just but 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 I want I'm I'm excited for this fight. I want to see I want to see Victor Henry. That's what in, I want to say. UFC. If, if you're doing like yes. a shits it's shits and giggles parlay or a long shot parlay, throw Victor Henry on there because it's possible, especially at a, a plus three twenty underdog. This yeah. is a real a realistic win that could happen for Henry for sure. I'm, I'm excited to see him finally be in the UFC. So, um, I will I will like. Just to reiterate, Barcelos is the pick, but uh, would, wouldn't mind sprinkling a little, little bit on Victor Henry. Uh, featured prelim here, Ila Taporia versus Charles Jordan. This is the biggest favorite on the card. Shawnee, this is your me. boy, so take it away. It scares me, man. Taporia, I think, is the next big thing. I think uh, he wasn't my pick, obviously, for end-of-the-year champion, but I think 2023, uh, 2024, like we're really talking about it. This guy's 25 years old. He's, he's just getting into his prime. And he's he's a master on the ground, and his in his footwork, standing, and banging it out is is really starting to develop, and we're really starting to see results there. Featherweight, right? Yeah, one forty five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I think he's the real deal. And that with that being said, it, it scares me because he was originally supposed to fight Evloff here, two undefeated fighters yeah. going at it. So Charles, and the Jordan, UFC, like we've said before, the UFC loves doing that shit. Yeah. Two two high fucking prospects, yeah. you know. Pin them pin them together. Yeah, and, it was uh, yeah, what so, was he like? Yanez, Randy Costa yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, man, I don't I don't know. It scares me because Jordan is really good on the feet, and this guy's coming here short notice. And and Taporia has all this expectation on him. Like, hey, you you, you know, everybody's expecting him to come up here and mop the floor with this guy. Yeah, and minus five so, minus five thirty favorite. Jordan's yeah. coming back at plus three ninety. What I will say is Jordan is going to fight Taporia. 
he will he will get in his face and he will fight him unlike Ryan Hall who just tried to fucking pull guard and that's the thing that scares and me. This, this, this is the test for Tapori. Tapori has nothing to gain from winning this fight. Like it, he's only got right. He's only got if room he wins, to fall. he's supposed to. Right? Yeah. yeah. If yeah. he loses, it's like what the fuck, bro. Yeah. He's you know he's same as Jordan. Both fighters here they're having to prepare for a, a different opponent. Different opponent. Right. Right. Jordan's doing the UFC a favor coming here and saving the card. You know, yeah. saving the card, whatever, saving the fight, right? Getting a getting an extra paycheck he wasn't supposed, you know, expecting to have, and you know maybe he takes the Terrence McKinney approach. He's like, oh, I'm gonna come out here, I'm gonna throw everything I got at you for the first five minutes. Chris if, Curtis approach. Yeah, if I if I get you, <laughs> I get you. If not, hey man, you're supposed to win the fight. So circling the, back, newcomer of the year, Chris Curtis. Yeah, you know, for five, sure. You know, sure. all those years of what, not Phil being Hall, able, Phil yeah. Halls and Brendan Allen, dude, yeah, come on, not being uh, able to get in the UFC and yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, the shout pick, out to the, him. The pick is Taporia for sure, but hey, man, it, it scares the bejesus out of me if if Jordan was in this fight because, like you said, Jordan is going to bring the fight. Yeah, Jordan's going to fight him for sure. For sure. Um, into the main card here, Rodolfo Vieira versus Wellington Terman. Uh, Vieira is the minus two eighty five favorite. Terman coming back at plus two twenty. This is a fun fight, dude. Uh, yeah. We're going to learn a lot about each guy here. Um, the this is. I, I said I had three picks or three bets that I was uh, going to bet that I've already put money on. Um, in this fight, I everybody is in love with Vieira's submission game. I think Terman is tough enough to get it to a decision. So I'm going that Vieira, Terman goes to a decision, and the answer is yes. That's my pick for this. But to win the fight, I think Vieira does win the fight. All right, so here's my thing. Uh, there's question marks on both ends of these guys. Terman is uh, coming off a split decision win over Sam Alvey, which you could argue for Sam Alvey. I had it scored for uh, Terman. But before that, he got he got knocked out ground and pound Bruno Silva, which was a devastating knockout. And before that was a uh, knockout loss to Andrew Sanchez. It doesn't look good. Everybody knows what uh, Rodolfo Vieira's game plan is coming into this fight. It's going to get you on the ground and submit you. He's the black belt fucking hunter. Uh Vera's last fight against Dosha Stolfis, he got the rear naked choke, and it was a great bounce back win because the loss before that is the loss that scares Anthony everybody. Yeah, where he gassed to the point to where he was just standing there, like couldn't even hold his hands above his fucking waist. It's scary as shit because that leaves you the question mark on conditioning. So, you know, let there's a lot of answers or questions to be answered here. You know, does does uh, Vieira have the conditioning? You know, can Terman take the punch? Can Terman survive on the ground? Uh, UFC stats, Terman's takedown defense is 100%. But if you go back and watch the Bruno Silva fight, this guy, he doesn't get taken down. But once he gets somebody else on the ground, he can't maintain top position. Right. Like, Bruno Silva was able to reverse him, get on top, and ground and pound him out. If that happens in this fight with Vieira, he's such a master on the ground. If Vieira's able to get top position, I don't think Terman survives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me. I'm with – I mean, from, yeah. That's for, the that's the case against my pick, for that, sure. That's what I'm saying. I, I think Vieira gets the submission first round. Okay, all right, but it, my my thing my thinking is it does get out of the first round. Both guys are tired, and then it's like yeah, a stalemate. Definitely, if it gets out of the first round, dude, there's a big question on Vieira's conditioning. Then it's stalemate for two rounds. That that that's my thinking behind. It. Yeah, I, I think Terman's uh, tough enough to get it to round two, and then it's a then it's a stalemate for two rounds. Yeah, and I, yeah, I can see um, it happening that way too. Uh, bantamweight div- division up next: Cody Stamann versus Saeed Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov is the minus 205 favorite here. And Cody Staman coming back at plus 175. Wanted to, wanted to bounce back from uh, hey, two bad losses to Jimmy Rivera and uh, Davalishvili. 
I think Stamand is a, a good underdog to bet on. If, you, if you're looking for underdogs, I, I like the value yeah. on Stamand here. Yeah. Uh, Nurmagomedov, the only Nurmagomedov in the UFC that has no kin to Khabib. Bet you didn't know that. I uh, didn't know that. Yeah. I yeah, he's no, he's not kin to Khabib. He's, um, Abuka, uh, Abuka Bar and Umar are the are the siblings. Okay, Saeed is not related. He's no kin to Khabib. I did not know that. Uh, fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. He does have a loss on his record to Barcelos two years ago. Who fights? Yeah, who fights on this yeah. same card? Uh, but he's still young. I mean, he's twenty nine. The man's getting a little long in the tooth for your fighter, thirty two. But I mean, both these guys are wrestlers, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be who can cancel yeah. the other one out. Yeah. I mean. Saeed does have a little bit of a reach advantage, but when you're wrestling, does that really matter? Um, do you think these guys can't to get, can, to get think, the takedown? Yeah, yeah. Do you think these guys can cancel each other out and stand right, up? Who the right. fuck knows, man? Um, I really lean Namaga Madoff, but I've only picked one underdog on this card, so I'm, I'm gonna take a reach here on Staman. Okay. Okay. I'm going Namaga Madoff because my upset is next. Uh, Michelle Pereira versus Andre Fajilo. Fahilo. No, Fi. Where is his name? Fahilo. Okay, sure. Fah. Fahalo. 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 This dude actually has a, a. This dude's been around for a while, man. That's what I'm saying. He's actually got a record behind him. That's what I'm saying, dude. Um, and Pierre gasses, dude. Yeah. Pierre fucking gasses, dude. But Pierre you can say is the same a, about Fiala. Pierre Fiala. is a minus three hundred favorite, dude. He shouldn't be a minus three hundred favorite versus anybody, in my opinion. I don't know, man. He he looked good. His last couple fights, he's looked good conditioning. Nico Price, he was able to bounce around that third. You know, he won the first two rounds against Nico Price, and Nico Price won the third round. I'm just and not. Chaos Williams, he he was able to avoid the whole the big punch from Chaos for three. I'm rounds, just not. A, I'm just not a fan, bro. I'm just not a fan. I'm going. I'm going the the upset here. Fialo. Fahalo. 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 Fialo. Andro Fahalo. You going Pierre? Man, I, I really wanted, got to, right? I, I wanted to go Fiala. I wanted to go Fiala knockout first because if he wins, I think that's how he's gonna how he's gonna win. But I mean, like I said, dude, uh, Pieta's looked very good against Nico Price and Chaos Williams. I mean, you want to look at his resume too, dude? Fucking forty fights, however many fucking yeah. fights he's had in, in in MMA. He's more experienced. I think he's gonna be the better conditioned fighter. You want to knock him knock him against that? But Fiala's fucking Stanford MMA, Stanford yeah. MMA. I mean. Yeah. I think this is your fight of the night. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's either going to be go. your it's either going to be your three round fight of the night or it's going to be a performance bonus knockout for Fiala. Uh, fuck it, man. Uh, give me Fiala knockout in the first. Damn. Hell yeah. All right. Um, co-main event here: the trilogy: Brandon Moreno man. versus Davison Figueredo. I got to make my mind up. Um, this is my fight of the night. Let me just say that. This is my fight of the night. I believe it goes all uh, into the championship rounds, and I got Brandon Moreno winning by submission. Okay. In the fourth round, rear naked choke. I think this is an exciting fight. Yes, but I don't think it makes the championship rounds. I think uh, I think we're gonna see a a fucking figgy that looks like a monster. You know he's he's training with Cejudo now. Everybody knows that he's in the hyperbaric chambers and shit. And <laughs> if you watch embedded, you know like figgy looks fucking good. He's he's training out of Arizona. He hasn't been home in Brazil. Uh, he looked good last fight too. No, no, no. He looked like shit last fight coming into that fight. He looked ripped though. Well, he looked mean, ripped. He weighs one hundred twenty five pounds. What's he, he looked, supposed to look fat? Man, he looked thick as fuck, bro. Man, figgy's <sighs> gonna knock him out. 
Fucking trolls are everywhere. Uh, Figgy is 34, man, which is long on the suit at 125. He's training for with Cejudo. Uh, they're saying all the right things. You know, Figgy likes playing the fucking villain-type character. Moreno is obviously going to be the baby face forever. Man, if Figgy comes in here and wins this fight, knockout in, like, the first second round, like, we're going to get the fourth fight in a row. Yeah. This is UFC history. This is the first time two common opponents have fought each other three straight, you know, three straight matches. Like, there's not been a, a, a different opponent in them. Yeah. That's weird too. Yeah, I think I feel like that's ha- like I feel like that's happened before. But I think I, mean, I think first round Figgy uh, clips him. I think Moreno. I think he, Moreno shoots for a takedown. Figgy stuffs it. I think they battle it out for the first you know first round, second round, and I think third round Moreno finally gets the takedown, gets the choke. Figgy finish, win, Figgy wins fight. round one. Yeah, that, I think Figgy wins round one. I think Moreno is able to finish it. If that if that could be in a, the third round, that's my pick. If that could be a bet. Like who's gonna win round one? Even if the fight gets stopped, right? It go like they go back to the judges' scorecards and and get to. Figgy wins round one. He's gonna he's gonna come out. He he's gonna try to get Moreno out of there quick. I don't think it can happen. I think it can't it can happen. happen but, yeah. but I don't think it does happen. That that's a better I mean, way to dude, say if that. If you if you disregard the second fight and you just look at the first fight. Figgy fucked him up pretty good. Why are we disregarding the second fight? I'm just I'm saying if you do. I'm not saying I'm not saying it didn't happen. What happened happened. I mean Figgy, I know, but I'm saying I'm saying Figgy hit him with shots that didn't put Moreno out. Like I mean, he hit him with shots that he's he's won fights off of in that first round against Moreno and it Moreno ate that shit. Right. That's all I'm saying. Let me ask you this. If if you're in the camp of okay, Figgy wasn't prepared for the second fight, what makes you think he's prepared for this fight? Because I mean, your only argument is his, he switched camps with with Cejudo. He's got he a better regimen. I think I think there's a massive uh, gap in the ground game here. Moreno, if this fight goes to the ground, if Moreno, over. if Moreno is able to get takedowns easy, like off the bat, like first round, they come in, they trade a little bit, and he gets he gets Figgy on the ground quick. It, it's a big red flag. I think it's a bit yeah yeah for sure. That's why I'm saying I think that I think Figgy knows that. You know, surely Figgy knows that, right? Like, he, he got, knows he's, he's got to keep the fight standing for as long as possible. You know, Figgy's got a good guillotine. So, I mean, if Brandon Moreno just jumps to a guillotine, holy shit, you know, whatever. But, I mean, looking just looking at the fight it is, Moreno's got the advantage on the ground. Okay, so you're going Figgy. No, that was you're not go- my pick. You're going Moreno. Moreno sub in the third. Okay, Moreno sub in the fourth for me then. Okay, my bad. Uh, main event of the evening: Francis Ngannou versus Cyril Gon. We define. We find out who the baddest man on the planet is, and who is the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Um, you want to take it away since I yeah since I since I went first last I think time. I think it's pretty clear cut here. There there's one path of victory for Francis Ngannou. It's raw power. You know, knockout. This guy, his last fight. Did you see the stat? Is like his last five fights where he's been like, was it his last four or five fights? He's had like five, six minutes of ring time. Two minutes of that, or uh, no, my bad. It was his last five fights have been like eight minutes of cage time, and six minutes of that was Miocic. Okay. Huh. So Rosenstruck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's come out here and yeah. mopped the floor with everybody. Even Miocic in the last one, if you really want to break it down, he stuffed two takedowns, and Miocic got fucking deer in the headlights looks, and it was it. Okay. 
Uh, with that being said, dude, I mean, if there's not a more uh, underdog bet on the card, like the fucking champ is the underdog here. Did you read the odds? No, no, I didn't read the odds in the last fight either. Sorry about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, just to circle back, uh, Brandon Moreno is the minus 180 favorite here. Figgy coming back at plus 150. Then we transition to the main event. Uh, slow internet, of course. It's uh, can never can never it's have minus one hundred and fifty for Cyril uh, gone and plus one hundred and twenty five for Francis Ngannou, which is fucking crazy. Which is dude. a plus forty five for Francis uh, one hundred and forty five. Yeah, knockout, press one hundred and forty five by knockout. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the bet you have to bet just because. I mean, if Ngannou wins, it's gonna be by knockout. If this fight goes five rounds, it's it's gone using his distance and technique and technique, yeah. and yeah, that's my pick, sure. man. I got to sure. I've got to pick technique over raw power. I think I think Cyril gone with this being a, a championship fight and being five rounds. I think Cyril gone is able to use his distance, use his kicks. He's gonna get the win. He's gonna win in the distance. Uh, fifth round knockout, Cyril gone. TKO. I said knockout, but you know what I mean. Okay, so that um, I mean that's smart, right? Cyril's going to use his distance. His technique um, over raw power is, is basically my pick. Yeah, but Ngannou's a technical fucking striker, too, in his own right. He, I mean, yeah, he has raw power, but that's he's not he's not one-dimensional in that. Like, he uses a jab. He uses – I mean, he, he, he uses his – like, okay, he does, he's not as technical a striker as far as he's not throwing kicks and, and all that. But he is a technical striker. He claims to have uh, knocked out gone with the left left high kick. Yeah, yeah. We, we just watched the press conference, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, he's technical. Ngannou's technical in his own right. He's a technical boxer. Ngannou and, doesn't have to hit you. He has to clip you. Right. And 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 that's another thing in this, in this whole situation is, does Ngannou have one foot out the door? Does – I mean, there's a lot of un, unanswered questions here. But at the end of the day – uh, I got Francis Ngannou winning the fight because the way I look at it is I think Miocic and Gone are a lot similar than a lot of people are are, are giving credit for, right? And so Gone's going to have to come in and initiate contact at some point. And I think, like you said, it only takes one, and I think Ngannou does get, it does get him, does clip him, I'm going to say in the second round. You think Gon has to come to Ngannou? Yeah. Yeah, I think Gon. I think Gon because I don't be, know, man. Because Ngannou's going to be patient and and look. You to, think so? And look to counter strike. And dude, yes, no, I, yes, I do. Because because Gon he he's going to know Gon's going to try to play out, outside in. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I, but I, Ngannou's always been the kind like like the Rosenstruck fight, for example. It was quick, but he just fucking got on him, dude. Like fucking like letting the dog yeah. off the leash, bro. He fucking. Yeah, but I think he's smart enough. I think he's going to respect Gon's. I don't think I've ever seen a heavyweight as agile as Cyril Gon. Man, that's that's his angles, dude. His angles and and the way he his technique, man, it's one of a kind. We haven't seen a technique like their reach advantages. The yeah, these guys are identical. Identical. So I am curious to see what they weigh in at because you know Gon is going to weigh in at like what two sixty two, two sixty four. Yeah. Cyril Gone probably come in at 250, 245. The thing that, that, that I'm hanging up on, dude, is is gone is the gone Derek Lewis fight. That and gone oh gone Derek Lewis. Gone okay. Derek Lewis. 
Like that's that's what I but that's I what's hanging Derek up Lewis on played me. That shit, patient yeah. as shit. Derek yeah. Lewis was in there just waiting, that, waiting, and that, waiting, and, and I feel like he waited too fucking long. Too long. Like at some point you gotta you gotta shoot your shot. Yeah. Go for so broke. yeah, so that I'm back and forth on that. That was what I was back and forth on on, on taking gone. Gone is I it, think if Gone comes out here and is patient, like he's giving Gone the fight he wants. Pay, I'm not saying patient for the whole fight. Patient maybe for the first round. Feel him out. Then, then in the second round, and Gone, you know, Gone maybe will. I guarantee you, Gone is not going to pressure him. I will say he's this: he's going to feel him out. I will say this: both both fighters can stop each other. For I sure. think I think Gone has the power to stop sure. Gone too. It's heavyweight, man. Yeah. It's who's going to make that first mistake. For sure. it, it could win this fight, and so I'm I'm putting my hat on Gone making that first mistake in in the big fight. This is his biggest fight. For sure. Even though it was for the interim title with Derek Lewis in in Houston, Lewis's hometown, this is this is the biggest fight of Gon's career, and uh, I think Gon does make that first mistake in the second round where he tries to get, uh, you know, the first round's maybe a lackluster round, maybe boring. Then Gon tries to take that shot in the in the second round, and Gon who catches him. It's that, very possible. that's my pick. Like I said, man. I mean, if you, if you're gonna bet on anything, I think you gotta bet. And gone in by knockout, just because that has a higher possibility on this card more than anything I see. Maybe, maybe more than uh, Vieira sub. Yeah, you know. So uh, that's it, dude. Uh, Real quick, who's your fight of the night? You said it. Fight of the night. Yeah, it was Piera Vahala. Piera Fiala, but then I went and picked Fiala out KO one. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it, I think I, I like yours, dude. Moreno, Moreno Figgy. That, Moreno Figgy has very. I, I think very, that's a lot, especially if Figgy comes in here like lock and loaded, in condition. Yeah, ready to go for sure. Um, guys, it's it's a fucking pleasure to be back, man. man We've missed you guys good. so much, man. Um, this is this is like fucking therapeutic for me for sure. Um, we're gonna be more fucking engaging on fucking TikTok for sure. Um, get at us on socials at the Jab Podcast, um, at the Jab Podcast on TikTok, uh, at Sean Doc V on Twitter. Yeah, baby, got to fucking live tweet the fights. For um, sure, will do. Fucking, let's be interactive, guys. Uh, we go as y'all, we go as y'all allow us to go. So and uh, come uh, probably an hour before fights or, or fight fight day. I will. I'll throw my bets out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm gonna look at them again after what you know weigh-ins tomorrow and uh, Saturday morning. I'll look at the lines again and I'll and I'll post my final bets. All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll recap 270 next week and uh, we'll holler at y'all then. Y'all be good. Love you. Bye. <laughs>